Very often what teenagers will do, and if you're a high school teacher, you will understand this, is very often teenagers will push against rules and boundaries that are placed on them because they're trying to establish themselves as autonomous human beings. Welcome to the Karma Classrooms channel. I'm your host, Tarun Stevenson, where we are all about helping teachers establish and maintain positive behavior in the classroom. You can catch us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcasting app. So make sure you subscribe and follow so that you don't miss any of our episodes. All right, here's the latest episode. Let's get into it. Today, I want to talk to you about the four ways that you can respond to independent students. What I'm talking about is students that like to do things their own way, who find it very difficult to stick within the parameters or the limitations of your rules or expectations. They tend to be very independent in their thinking, independent in their activity, and independence with their compliance with you. Now, some of the things that you need to understand about independence, firstly, before I give you the four keys, is this. Independence uh, increases or the desire for independence increases in children the older they get. When uh, children become teenagers, they go through a process that uh, psychologists call uh, individualization. What they're trying to do is they're trying to establish themselves as autonomous, uh, responsible human beings. They're becoming adults, basically. They're learning how to make decisions for themselves. And so very often what teenagers will do, and if you're a high school teacher, you will understand this, is very often Often teenagers will push against rules and boundaries that are placed on them because they're trying to establish themselves as autonomous human beings not under somebody else's control. Now, small children, if they've never been raised with uh, boundaries or to respect boundaries, very often they can be like this too. You know, we're seeing more and more prep and grade one students who are coming to school and they've never been raised with boundaries. They've never heard the word no. And so they, they freak out or they react when a teacher puts rules in place and they don't like it. They like to do things their own way. Then you've got the third group who, who, who are, I find that they're just independent spirits. They're, they're kids that just have this personality that needs to be bigger than the world that they're in. It's, you know, they're very, they think outside the box. They like to do things their own way. They're very creative. Sometimes they're a little bit objectionable and uh, they can sometimes be very difficult to manage. Sometimes they can be brilliant and you've just got to know how to work with kids like that. You know, very often leaders and very often highly creative, inventive people uh, were children who were very stubborn and didn't like to work within boundaries. And, and part of that is their ability to think outside the square. And so don't be too quick to crush kids like that because you need a level of independent thinking to extract really deep cognitive results out of children. They need to be able to think outside the box, think for themselves, but at the same time, you don't want them doing it at the expense of your classroom or the kids that they are with. And so here's four ways that you can respond to kids who are independent, whether they're teenagers and they're individualizing, whether they're young children who have never been taught boundaries, or whether they're just these free spirits. Here's four things. The first thing you need to do is be able to, as the teacher, clearly communicate what your boundaries are. What are the not negotiables in your class? Remember, you're still the teacher. You're still the person in charge of the group. So you need to be able to communicate that clearly. This is the way that we operate within this class. Okay, don't let it be a free for all. 
But at the same time, so that's the first one, the same time you need to figure out where are the places that I'm willing to give a little bit of leniency. You may not announce this to the class, but at least in and of yourself, you may be willing to make some concessions under certain circumstances. What are the things that are not going to bother me so much? Uh, let, let me give you an example. Okay, I'm okay with whispering in the class. I Generally, it doesn't bother me. If kids are working and they're whispering, it's not going to bother me. That's my area of leniency where I'm willing for them to push the boundaries. What my expectation is, I want complete silence in the class. The boundary is complete silence, but I know I've got a buffer or an area of leniency where I'm not going to lose my temper. I'm not going to get upset. I don't have to penalize anybody. I just have to bring them back or correct them. Okay, so have that margin or that buffer on things that you're okay with. All right, if you're trying to line kids up and there's one kid that just doesn't line up well, if you can get them to stand beside you and at least get them to show some kind of deference to your uh, your responsibility and authority of the classroom, that's okay. Maybe they just stand in line for, for a couple of seconds and they give you their attention for a fleeting moment. That can be enough. If you know that this child is slightly independent, then you need to be willing to sort of have a concession that is part of the way there. And that probably leads us to the third point is work on if-then strategies. Bill Rogers talks about this a lot, where you can negotiate with independent children in a way that if you comply with the boundary, then I will give you the concession that you're asking for. For example, if you want iPad time, um, they need to complete the work. So you would say, uh, if you complete the work, then I will give you iPad time. So you're, you're not saying no to them. You're not putting up a hard brick wall at their request. What you're saying is, no, you need to give me a little bit, then I'll give you a little bit. Okay. If then statements are very, very important. If you line up really quickly for five seconds, then you can tell me about what you did at lunchtime. Okay. If you line up first and wait till the class goes in, then you can have a conversation with your friend about the fight that you had and try and work it out. Okay, so help them to see that you're willing to concede to what they need, because sometimes they will have needs that for them are very important, but they need to give you something first that are related relates to your boundaries. Uh, if you get your work done, then I will let you sit on the floor on the beanbag and read a book. Okay, so if then statements can sometimes help. And then the fourth one or the last one is choice within limits. So what you can do is if uh, independent children or free spirits like to feel like they've got some determination over what they're doing. They don't like to be told what to do. They like to know that they've got an ability to choose. This is true for uh, kids with objectionable uh, defiance disorder, where if you give them a direction, their only response is no. So what you've got to do is you've got to frame a response uh, that makes them feel like they've got choice. Okay. We're going to have some downtime now. You can choose from one of these activities. You can read, you can draw, or you can go onto the class computer. You've given them one of three choices within the boundaries that you have set, as opposed to, okay, we're going to have free time now. You can do whatever you like, or the other extreme of that for an uh, independent child, they say, I want to go on the computer, and you say, no, we're not going on the computer, we're only drawing. 
Well, that will come across as a hard uh, barrier or a brick wall to them, and that will just make them want to push even harder. But if you give choice, hey, we're going to have free time. This is your choice. You choose which one you would prefer. You've limited the options. You're managing the classroom, but you're making them feel like they've got an opportunity. Kids with objectionable defiance disorder, uh, you don't give them instructions. You don't give them directives. What you have to do is make requests of them within a set of boundaries. You know, um, Josh, we're going to sit on the floor right now. Can you choose if you'd like to sit on a chair or you'd like to sit on the floor? Give them a choice. You haven't directed them, but you've placed some parameters or boundaries around it okay so there's four ideas of how you can deal with independent students remember there's three types of students there's kids that have been raised without boundaries there's teenagers who are trying to individualize and there's also free spirits and and you have to use a little bit of uh you just have to use a deft touch with all of them because they're all slightly different understand that independence is not necessarily a bad thing it just needs to be bridled like a horse uh, you just have to be able to guide them and manage them appropriately uh, communicate your boundaries clearly make sure they know what they are figure out what your leeway is what your margin is and what you're willing to give up uh, use if then statements if you do this then we can do that and give choice within limits I'm going to give you a choice of three activities you pick which one you would like there's four suggestions of how you can deal with independent students or students that like to do things their own way I hope that really helps you I'll see you next time thanks so much for tuning in I hope you got a ton of value out of that don't forget to like comment and share with somebody who you think will benefit we've got a range of online courses workshops and also bespoke training for schools and teachers so if you'd like to find out more click on the link karmaclassrooms.today and follow us on Facebook Instagram YouTube and your favorite podcasting app until next time I'm Tarun Stevenson for Karma Classrooms